Chapter twenty seven of An Essay on Crimes and Punishments by Cesare Beccaria, translated by Edward Duncan in Graham. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Caroline. Chapter twenty seven of The Mildness of Punishments. The course of my ideas has carried me away from my subject, to the elucidation of which I now return crimes are more effectually prevented by the certainty than the severity of punishment hence in a magistrate the necessity of vigilance and in a judge of implacability which that it may become a useful virtue should be joined to a mild legislation the certainty of a small punishment will make a stronger impression than the fear of one more severe if attended with the hopes of escaping for it is the nature of mankind to be terrified at the approach of the smallest inevitable evil whilst hope the best gift of heaven has the power of dispelling the apprehension of a greater especially if supported by examples of impunity which weakness or avarice too frequently afford if punishments be very severe men are naturally led to the perpetuation of other crimes to avoid the punishment due to the first the countries and times most notorious for severity of punishments were always those in which the most bloody and inhuman actions and the most atrocious crimes were committed for the hand of the legislator and the assassin were directed by the same spirit of ferocity which on the throne dictated laws of iron to slaves and savages and in private instigated the subject to sacrifice one tyrant to make room for another in proportion as punishments become more cruel the minds of men as a fluid rises to the same height with that which surrounds it grow hardened and insensible and the force of the passions still continuing in the space of a hundred years the wheel terrifies no more than formerly the prison that a punishment may produce the effect required it is sufficient that the evil it occasions should exceed the good expected from the crime including in the calculation the certainty of the punishment and the privation of the expected advantage all severity beyond this is superfluous and therefore tyrannical men regulate their conduct by the repeated impression of evils they know and not by those with which they are unacquainted let us for example suppose two nations in one of which the greatest punishment is perpetual slavery and in the other the wheel 
i say that both will inspire the same degree of terror and that there can be no reasons for increasing the punishments of the first which are not equally valid for augmenting those of the second to more lasting and more ingenuous modes of tormenting and so on to the most exquisite refinements of a science too well known to tyrants there are yet two other consequences of cruel punishments which counteract the purpose of their institution which was to prevent crimes the first arises from the impossibility of establishing an exact proportion between the crime and punishment for though ingenuous cruelty hath greatly multiplied the variety of torments yet the human frame can suffer only to a certain degree beyond which it is impossible to proceed be the enormity of the crime ever so great the second consequence is impunity human nature is limited no less in evil than in good excessive barbarity can never be more than temporary it being impossible that it should be supported by a permanent system of legislation for if the laws be too cruel they must be altered or anarchy and impunity will succeed it is possible without shuddering with horror to read in history of the barbarous and useless torments that were coolly invented and executed by men who were called sages who does not tremble at the thoughts of thousands of wretches whom their misery either caused or tolerated by the laws which favoured the few and outraged the many had forced in despair to return to a state of nature or accused of impossible crimes the fabric of ignorance and superstition or guilty only of having been faithful to their own principles who i say can without horror think of their being torn to pieces with slow and studied barbarity by men endowed with the same passions and the same feelings a delightful spectacle to a fanatic multitude End of chapter 27